Okay, we're recording a podcast with uh, Dave and Jason, episode one. I tell you what, this is a long time coming, brother. It really is. And, <laughs> and, and in a way, I'm a little nervous. But in another way, I think this is going to be a lot of fun. Because you know what? There are people out there that need to hear these stories. <laughs> Buddy, we've got, every one of us has got a story inside of us. And mine is just chomping. Or is it chomping? I'm not sure. It's chomping at the bit I to think get it's, out. I think it's a chomp. <laughs> I would imagine it's a chomp. What are we going to call this thing, Jason? I don't know. I mean, we've kicked around a lot of different uh, uh, names. We could be open to suggestions. I, I've already texted my 20-year-old my daughter, almost 21-year-old daughter, and said, hey, uh, we, we're open for some suggestions here. Maybe we She might up. say some crazy stuff. <laughs> yeah. I don't, we don't want it. What do we want from a 21-year-old? We love her, but let's be honest. Maybe we open it up to uh, you know, our vast horde of loyal listeners. <laughs> Are there some? <laughs> I hope so. I think my wife would be one, yours another. Well, if they don't listen, nobody's going to listen. But the concept here, of course, is going to be stories from our life. I mean... If I may be so bold, Dave, we're funny. <laughs> well, to me and you, we are. I mean, we can crack each other up all day long. All day long. And if that's all that comes from this, that's fine. Um, I do think this will be something that probably could be archived in the National Archives, things of that nature. We'll see. I don't know why they wouldn't. Well, you know, I don't know. Maybe let's kind of push pause on the naming of the uh, podcast. Okay. Uh, anxious to get some thoughts, though. But maybe just a little bit of background between you and I. Okay. Well, yeah. Let, let, the premise of this whole idea is is that Jason and I both come from small towns. I, I would say small towns compared to other people throughout the world. You know, there are big, big cities out there, and Jason and I do not come from those cities. True. My name is Dave Simmons, and I come from a town called Providence, Utah. I grew up there from about 1977-ish until 19 years old when I moved out and. You know, there's a lot of stories between then and then and uh, when <laughs> I moved out. And even afterwards, yes, we're gonna get we're gonna get into those. But just for a little bit of research, I I, I looked up when Providence was established in 1859 um, by some LDS immigrants, and there were you know obviously just a handful of people. But in 1970, which is when I'm starting to come around, not quite. I was I was born in 75. There were 1,600 people roundabout in 1970 in Providence. In 1980, where I'm flourishing as a five-year-old in Providence, where there's about 2,600 people. In 1990, which is my formative years, there's about 3,300 people. And uh, and that's really the time where I was in Providence. And Providence is a is a great little town. You, you Obviously not many people, but for us as, as kids growing up, it was awesome. I mean, the type of place where David Webb and I would ride our big wheels up to the neighbor's yard, and well, they had a steep driveway that you could go down, and we'd put tube socks on our hands and pretend we were Chips Patrol. See, Dave was blonde, and he got to be John, which obviously makes me punch. I don't know why I'd have to be punch. I'm, I mean, don't, a redhead. Really, Dave? You don't, you don't know. Well, all I know, all I know is I'm redhead with freckles. Might as well be Ponch. Seems <laughs> Ponch, right. Poncharelli, the, the, the indomitable Eric Estrada. Why would I not be Ponch? But we would cruise those big wheels down the, down the hill from the neighbors, and you know we're in the middle of the road. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But you know there's not a ton of cars going around in front of our houses, but there could have been. I mean, now as a grown man with children, I'm thinking, why on earth were we cruising down the middle of the road? And those, those big wheels had an emergency brake of sorts where you could lock those back tires, and we'd hit the gravel, and we would just spin on those things with the tube socks on. And no, mind you, I'm not cutting out finger holes in the tube socks. <laughs> so basically what I got is little white nubs holding onto these handlebars, trying to fly down the, these hills. And, and there was a corner. We were coming to a corner where somebody could have been coming around. And that's all of little Dave and little Dave. We were both Dave's, so we went by our last names, Webb and Simmons. So that was, it was quite the times. That makes sense. And I like that. Now, Dave, I want to 
We probably should tell our loyal listeners that I don't really know if we have any many fact checkers uh, listening, but I do want to go back to just one little thing. Tell me the population of Providence. When I was there, it was probably right around 3,500 people. Okay, that's fair. But it has grown substantially. Right now, Providence, even in 2019, the estimate by way of Wikipedia, which we all know Wikipedia is 100% accurate, right? If it's on the internet, it's true, of course. Uh, of, of course it is. The estimate was almost 7,800 people in 2019. And it you know, obviously has grown substantially. But um, not when I was there. It was a lot smaller. There was, there was lots of fun things for a little kid to do. You said 2,600, though. Is that right? Or maybe I need to listen a little bit better. Maybe just listen a little better next Okay, time. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> it was 3,300 in 1990, 20, okay. 2,600 in 1980. So let's go right around in the middle of that somewhere. 2,800 is, is the town that you grow up in. And obviously, for many of our listeners, that's a small town. You would think so. You would think so. Now, a lot of the people that are going to listen to this are probably our friends. Yeah, I hope and, so. And, i got a few. And they're going to be in the same boat. And your names might come up, folks. Because, Jason, I'm thinking, I want to name names. Oh, of course. Listen, first of all, we're not going to get permission from anybody before no. we name those names. No, and, and, and if we've messed it up, sorry. That's what I remember. That's how I remember it, and, and we're the ones telling the story. That's right. If you want to tell a story differently, you can tell it to your own friends. Exactly. Get your own podcast. Or maybe <laughs> maybe you could be a guest on ours. But I just I do need to kind of bounce back a little bit, Dave, to those population numbers. So again, so you're growing up, Providence, Utah, it's beautiful, it's rural, bedroom community of Logan, if you will. Uh, I would like to think so. Yes, I think so. Nice bedroom, if I, if I may. Uh 2,800, 2,600, 3,000 people right in there. But I grew up in a town, and I have to be careful. Town is probably a misnomer. A country town. Well, here it is, Grouse Creek. It's not even a town. It's not a town. If Again, on Wikipedia, it's an area. At best. (laughs) At best. Um, And again, my stats come from Wikipedia. There wasn't a lot of census takers out there when I was growing up. But again, I was uh, born and raised in Grouse Creek. And I need to get this right out of the way in the front. When I start telling a story, it's going to be Grouse Creek. I can't help it. You can try to help it. I could try and help it, and maybe maybe I will, but um, Grouse Creek, I, when I get going, I just can't help it. But the population mid-80s when I was there was about 100. Now, when I say about 100, I'm not saying about 100,000. No. No, I'm talking like one zero, 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 like 100 people. And Dave, in the spirit of full disclosure, I'm rounding up. Jason, I've been there one time, and I went there with you. You're better off because of it. Well... Yeah, but that dirt road is long. I mean, <laughs> nobody drives a dirt road. Well, how long? How how long is that dirt road? Listen, if you're going to get to Grouse Creek, see there it is. And I paused because I thought about saying Creek, but it didn't feel right. If you're going to get to Grouse Creek, the only way to get there is at a very minimum twenty miles on a dirt road. You got to have an SUV. Well, come on, Dave. I, I, I mean, it's a good dirt road. <laughs> I guess there's such a thing. I'm assuming the people from Grouse Creek, it's Creek. It, oh, I mean, but mm, you, from, I don't know. Yeah. Do you want me to start saying Creek? I would prefer, well, I don't, I'm not the boss of you, but um, Creek rolls off the tongue a little bit better. And as we start telling stories of our growing up, I think you're going to agree with me that Creek fits a little better. It is spelled well. C-R-E-E-K. There are two E's in there. Um, That's not Jiminy Cricket. <laughs> it's not C-R-I-C-K. Yeah, Jiminy Creek. That doesn't even sound right. <laughs> no, it really doesn't. But when I drove that dirt road, I thought, well, this, you know, it's a dirt road. It's going to be done here in just a few minutes. It felt, it like, felt like forever. forever. So it's two and a half hours from where we are sitting right now. And again, about 150 miles due west. And the last 20, of course, is all dirt. 
So I, I couldn't help but make a little note here. You and uh, Dave Webb cruising with your big wheels. I assume when you came out of your driveway, you were on paved what? roads. Yes, paved roads. Yes, w- which seems normal. Tell me, put the sewer in, and that was trouble for <laughs> yeah. a little while. But <laughs> oh. but but now, oh. yeah, they're paved. They were I'm paved. Sorry, all these. All, I, I just want to go down all these tangents because we've got stories about sewers and the lack thereof. We we may even get to that today. But yeah, so I'm growing up in a town of 100 people. If I'm being honest, it was probably closer to 80. Mm-hmm. Two room schoolhouse, K through nine. Little room, K through four. Big room, five through nine. Well, you can't have the fourths and the fifths together. That's oh no, gosh, it's just that's it's trouble. Almost seems ugh. the fourths haven't even had the maturation qu- <laughs> the, 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 the maturation class yet. By fifth grade, I was basically a man. Yeah, you were deodorant <laughs> and everything at that point. <laughs> uh, doing the best that I could. Well, you I, did have a mustache by, fi- by fifth did. grade. Yeah, yeah, right? that's a good point. I wish we could show pictures on these. Podcasts. Well, one of these days we might graduate into YouTube, but some of your pictures. I think you were born a different nationality than you are mm, now. That's not a far stretch. No. Um, I don't know how you switch. I don't know how you switch either, but I am just in spirit. Again, full disclosure, I am one quarter Belgian, but I don't think that has anything to do with my prepubescent mustache. Yeah, how do you pull that one off? <laughs> but you looked darn good in that I mustache. Did. I did. Mustache with a bit of a mullet. Yeah. Well, was there any other style in Grouse no, Creek? No, thank you, Dave. It's yeah, starting to come a little bit better for you. You're welcome. But again, so I mean, we're talking small town. So when Dave says small town Providence, you know, 2,600 people, that's a metropolis. Yeah, that's enormous. My goodness, I don't even, I work with numbers uh, for a living, ladies and gentlemen. But like I like to say, I'm not great with numbers, but can I manage your money? Um, <laughs> so I don't know how many times bigger Providence is, was, than Grouse Creek. And here's the thing, Jason. The cemetery in Grouse Creek, mm-hmm. there's no grass. No, why no. would you want grass in a cemetery? I don't. Well, it's everything I've always seen. I think basically headstones are two popsicle sticks taped together in the, in the shape of a cross. There, there's Uncle Alden. Yeah. He, he, we wrote his name on the popsicle sticks with a Sharpie. Absolutely. Which I had mean, to be shipped in, by the way, by the Pony Express. I used a wood-burning kit. I used a wood-burning kit to get those big Sharpies. <laughs> We haven't had sharpies in Grouse Creek in 20 years. <laughs> well, you have to have them shipped in. We did, but it's a very different. I mean, again, I hope we're trying to paint the picture a little bit here. 20 miles on a dirt road. My home, if you will, was three and a half miles to the south of the center, if I may, of Grouse Creek. Now, of course, the center being the store and okay. the post office and the school and the church. Where you can get a- You can get a pop, you can get a soda pop. Yeah. Back in the day, you could get a pop and a candy bar for less than a dollar. Oh, man, those are the days. You must have been a big child then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You could have been if I if it was a dollar for a soda pop and a candy bar, I'd be enormous. I had my fair share of the sodas. Let's just be honest. But in the spirit, I mean, in order to get that pop and candy bar, I'm riding three. I mean, you're on your big wheels. I am three and a half miles on my Huffy, my BMX bike Huffy. That's a good bike. That's beautiful. It's blue and yellow. And I tell you what, I I mean, I wasn't much into the tricks, but I was crushing it basically on a gravel road. Mine was an orange Team Murray. Good bike. Wrecked it pretty hard the last day of the kindergarten. You my ever, dad had spruced it up for me. I'm like, Dad, can I ride my bike to school for the last day of kindergarten? I mean, it's a downhill. I mean, it, it is, it's a hill. Roller coaster type stuff. Stuff that drops your stomach out when you go down. Oh, boy. Yeah, it's, it's a hill. Oh, man. Well, maybe that's a story for another podcast, but uh, I, I launched off yeah. of that thing. I was upside down at a certain point. I do. I think we definitely need to get into um, basically modes of transportation from early on in our lives to I where agree. we are now. But uh, to back up, obviously, how Dave and I became friends, we live in the same town now. Millville. Millville. By my standards, <laughs> it's huge. Millville is adjacent to Providence, so I didn't go very far. I grew up mm-hmm. in Providence, and, and my parents still live less than a mile away from where I live now. And Jason and I met in this little town of Millville, yeah. and here we are. 
And the crazy thing is, Dave, is you know, we've known each other for, gosh, 15, 16 years now, it seems. It's been that long? It's been a while, brother. And as we would talk, I would, as friends do, we'd talk about stories about mm-hmm. growing up and things of that nature. And and I remember I'd tell stories and... Um, my eyes would get huge. Yeah, I'm like, this is just a this story. This is obviously like, normal. show a little respect for my childhood stories. Yeah. I don't want to spoil any of your stories. <laughs> well, we're going to get into that. I do need to add one more thing, though, Dave. And I, I realize I'm all over the place here, but like... Dave mentioned he's been to Grouse Creek once, but only once. And before that time, I mean, we'd known each other for years before that. Mm-hmm. Uh, he didn't believe that Grouse Creek existed. Yeah. And I'm not sure you didn't stage that whole thing when I went out there that day, too. <laughs> well, I mean, the I lengths mean. that you'll go to. <laughs> well, listen, it's near and dear to my heart, you know, so I'm going to tell you. But if I could just share one story about kind of illustrating growing up in a small town, and, and again, a small country town, uh, I feel like we need to... We bounced us off the other day, like Dave's country mouse and I'm like countryer mouse, yeah. <laughs> if you will, and, and city mouse, get out of here. Um, but growing up, we didn't have like a Grouse Creek municipal sewer system. I mean, there's 100 people, again, 80. So I don't think there's much Just need make sure everything that. is downhill. Everything is downhill. That's yeah. right. And yeah. it runs downhill, bro. So most people had what you'd call a septic tank, mm-hmm. which is not unusual. We have septic no, tank in what, Millville. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it's I not kinda a like place. It. And I don't really want to go into the nuts and bolts of it, but like whatever you put in the toilet and you hit the flush. Going in the septic. It's going in the septic. Mm-hmm. And Seems then, like a good place. Yeah, whatever happens back there, I don't, I don't want to get into that. But, um, no. but a few of us, uh, of course, uh, myself included, we didn't obviously have a sewer system. We didn't have a septic tank. We had what was known as a cesspool. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you don't really have to say much more when somebody's cesspool. It's like a cesspool. It's disgusting. It is kind of disgusting. I, um, I'll date myself here, but if I was referencing a classic movie from the 1980s, Labyrinth, I don't know if you're familiar, Dave. Mm-mm. David Bowie, a uh, fantastic movie. Check it out. I wonder if we can get paid when we drop names like that. Well, you think we should. I would hope so. Anyways, there's just a, a scene in the movie where it's like in the pits of eternal stench. Okay. And it, picture that in your mind. That's what a cesspool is I'm going to close like. my eyes and think about that. Picture it. Oh, that's now, gross. It's really when, gross. When the the cesspool was first created when when the double wide uh, was pulled in again my home of many many years. Do they years. come as two separate wides? You like you go single that's... single and then at a certain point you duct tape mm-hmm. them together. That's close. Uh, definitely come in two pieces and then they just stitch them together basically with a in my mind like a big needle and thread. That's a big needle. It is a big needle and it's a beautiful double wide trailer. Pulled it there in 1972. Okay, mom and dad and uh, we had no time for a septic tank so we just dug a hole. Of course you did. Downwind. Uh huh. Downwind. And, you know, at one point, I think very beginning, we probably had some railroad ties kind of cover them over. Yeah. We don't have to look at this. Let's put railroad ties over it. You don't want to fall in. (laughs) Well, no. no. Again, all these tangents. We're going to talk about the septic. Super smart, though, about going downwind from that thing. Oh, yeah. And I'm here to tell you that was the best place. Like the weeds would just grow beautifully. Oh, I would imagine. Natural fertilizer. And and perhaps maybe even a flower here and then. But I'm I'm digressing. Where the red fern grew, right? (laughs) (laughs) You got Big Dan and Little Ann out by that cesspool? Yeah, they're just right next door. <laughs> That's the funniest thing I ever heard. Yeah, yeah well, I digress. Oh, Go bad. ahead. Go, yeah. Why don't you talk talk about your poo pool? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> listen, that went south in a hurry. Um, yeah, it did. But uh, long story short, uh, you're like, please wrap it up, Jason. Uh, cesspool. So you flush the toilet. There's just like a hole in the ground and a, and a pipe that comes out and empties into the cesspool. And again, you know, nobody's going to get close to that because of the obvious reasons. Yeah. But it was in the 80s. Uh, we had a bit of a, of a plumbing problem in the double wide. Because you got a cesspool, but that's yeah, okay. Yeah, but yeah, another, another point here. But uh, I mean, we'd flush, we'd flush, toilets were backing up, tubs backing up, sinks backing up. My mom is just pulling her hair out. 
And so my dad, he was a very, my dad was the smartest man I knew. I mean, yeah. he could do whatever. He could do more with, you know, toothpick and a piece of bubble gum than most men. So he had this idea. Now, I need to give him some disclosure. Now, he's no longer with us, so I'm not speaking poorly of the deceased, but I don't think my dad thought this idea would work. But he was a creative man, and he knew how to have a lot of fun. So my sister Lisa and I, we were in watching Pete's Dragon on Wonderful World of Disney. The detail is important because, again, this is the 80s. There is no DVR. We didn't even have a VCR. So when Wonderful World of Disney, Pete's Dragon is on on a Sunday night. You're watching it. You watch it because you can't pause it. All you can do is try to memorize it and share it with Lisa later. Absolutely, and sing it in my head. Yeah. So dad pops his head in the door, and he says, hey, guys, come out here. I want to see this. I'm like, Dad, can we wait till a commercial? He's like, well, it's pretty cool, and I'm ready, so come out. So we went out there. There's an old flatbed truck, hadn't ran in years. He says to me and my sister, Lisa, he says, crawl underneath there and leave some space for me. <laughs> I'm like, Dad, I don't... It doesn't seem... Like, if this is a game it's of hide and seek... not going the right way in the no, first place. No, and if, it's, if we're playing hide and seek, it's pointless because yeah, he lost. knows where we all yeah. are. Well, we just do what we're told. We crawl underneath there. Unbeknownst to me, Dad had some dynamite that... It was just, just always spare. Well, just yeah. spare dynamite. I mean, we kept it in the in the storage shed, and it was always just there in the corner. I can still see it to this day. Um, it was starting to get dangerous. I think my mom wanted him to get rid of it. Well, half a second pause here, yeah, please. Your dad was a smoker, right? He was. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you yeah. can carry on. That's a good point. That's a good point. You probably shouldn't keep dynamite in the corner. You should, but I mean, it was it was a good hundred feet from the house. So it's fine. I mean, sure, I can still just move the house later. Yeah, kind of leaching. Another story. (laughs) Uh, Leaching from it. So my dad took that dynamite and he actually nestled it right next to the pipe that filled the septic tank. Can you picture that in your mind? I can. And this is going a terrible direction. It is. It is. And it. But it was awesome. So my dad, he does that. He um, puts the uh, dynamite right next to the cesspool. There's just a few probably railroad ties for the moment, but not going to be many left after this. He runs the wire over to the truck where he's got his uh, basically detonator, if you will, set up. He touches it off. Pukano. Oh, Pukano, at least, buddy. <laughs> You've heard the phrase uh, raining cats and dogs. It was not raining cats no, and dogs. No, it was raining big globs. You would probably appreciate cats and dogs raining at that point. I wish point. it would because all of a sudden I'm looking up in the air and I'm like, I, that looks familiar. <laughs> <laughs> I could have sworn I chewed that corn. Like, 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 did I just flush that 10 minutes ago? It's the weirdest thing. Anyways, and I'm glad we're underneath the flatbed truck because just, again, we need, we're going to have to bring a sound guy in because it was like. (laughs) But my dad, he also, uh, and I'm not making light, Vietnam vet, so he could, like, he dived, dove. Whatever. Potato, potato. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyways, uh, you know, he dove under the truck. Uh, it was the coolest thing I ever saw. Now, I don't think my dad thought that was going to work. Did you wear goggles? No, heavens no. Mm. Goggles, I mean, I don't mean to be too dramatic here. And again, we'll probably get some mad calls about this. Goggles are for wimps. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> goggles and gloves. Who yeah, needs them? Who needs stuff I'm just like kidding. That. Strike that from the record. Um, did it fix the toilet? Absolutely not. Was it a memory and awesome that has been burned into my mind for years? Absolutely. Your dad sounds like an awesome dude. Oh, gosh. One of the best. One of the best. Did he teach you any of those skills? Or did he just figure it was just too much? You were beyond teaching. (laughs) Yes. He definitely taught me a lot of skills, but as it relates to explosives and dynamite, I'm not as well-versed as I wish I was. I don't know. You're going to run into the need for explosives and dynamite anytime soon. Well, I've never seen any dynamite since that day. Well, do you know what's funny about the dynamite story? Me and David Webb were just exploring behind his house one day, and there was a kind of an empty, vacant area. Mm -hmm. This is going back in my little brain. There was a stick of dynamite, and we 
we took it to, I don't know if we picked it up or took it there, but we brought an adult and they're like, oh, and they called the authorities and oh, really? had to have it removed. Probably took it to your dad's garage. <laughs> yeah, I was say, like, who would be the authorities? Like, I you don't just know. deal with that yourself. But again, I this could be remembering it completely inaccurately, but the bottom line is, is we found dynamite. And it was removed, and I'm sure it ended up in your dad's garage. I'm sure it probably did. A garage? Did you have a garage on a double-wide trailer? Oh, no. No. No garage. And if people did have a garage, you didn't put cars in it. That was for storage. Well, that makes sense. My next-door neighbor, his name was Ken Kilkenny. Okay. Ken Kilkenny. I want to know more about him already. Ken Kilkenny had a garage, and there were no cars in that thing. But you wouldn't believe the storage of tools that man had in there. First of all, yeah, I ask if your dad taught you some of that because my dad is the greatest guy ever. Oh, he is, and I know him. I, I love Mark. To know him to love him. I've but, said it a thousand but, times. But my dad didn't teach me anything when it came to that sort of stuff. Oh, Here, here's what happened. Yeah, okay, please. I, I'm anxious. I'm in, I'm in sixth grade. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm in Mr. McCammon's shop class. We're, you know, we're building, I think it was a toolbox for the tools that I wasn't ever going to have. Yeah. I it mean, makes no sense for me to have a toolbox. <laughs> Mr. McCammon used to call everybody Jack. He's like, Jack, looking at me, Jack. Go over and get me a Phillips screwdriver. Could he just not like? Was he bad with names? He probably didn't care. Exactly. I don't know. I don't know how long. I don't know how long Mr. McCammon had been teaching at that point. But to me, he was he was rough, and he wasn't going to learn your name. Didn't yeah. seem appropriate. So, anyways, he says, "Jack, go over there and get me a Phillips screwdriver." So I walk over to the wall, which in anybody that had a shop class, now you wouldn't, because. Well, I mean, come on. No, I mean, I mean it, was... It, was, it was go outside and hit some rocks together and see what you can get. <laughs> make fire. Yeah, make fire. So I go over to the peg wall, which is where all the tools were. You know, and they were, oh, yeah, they can, were all up there. You could I go and pick them up. Yeah. So I'm looking at this wall. I'm this little sixth grader looking at this wall. And I'm like, geez, I don't have any idea what a Phillips screwdriver is. <laughs> so I'm just looking for labels. That makes sense. You know? And so I'm dumbfounded. I, I'm like, I have no idea. So I go back to him. I'm like, you know... There are no Philip. They all say Stanley on them. <laughs> <laughs> he looks at me like he had just been punched in the mouth and that there has been no dumber kid out there. And, and at this point, you're sixth grade. You're thinking, what? What is so? So anyways, fast forward to that evening. I walk home. I go home. And I'm like, Dad. You've got to tell me what these what a Phillips screwdriver is. That's not on me, right, Jason? <laughs> no, I mean no, that's on I, him. I, it's on, that's for sure on Mark. That right? is on him. So, so then fast forward even further. I'm in the hospital. <laughs> Our second child was a boy. He is in. I don't need to go through the miracle of birth, <laughs> but he has just emerged. I can picture it in my mind, and it's breathtaking. <laughs> it's breathtaking, Clark. <laughs> He has just emerged. He is now in the little weighing thing, you know, where they put the baby in him. Sure. He's gooed up, and he is laying in that thing, and it's the thing to weigh him. And I put my finger in there. He grabs onto my finger, and I said, buddy, Mm. a Phillips screwdriver has the little (laughs) cross at the top. Don't ever forget it, because it's not going to be on me. My kids don't know what a Phillips screwdriver is. It's not right. It doesn't seem right. And it wasn't right, but... you know, for, for all the things that my dad didn't teach me, he did teach me a lot of a lot of great things. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I think we're going to get into a lot of those great things. I mean, we've talked for a long time. I think well, I'm sure we both would like to make sure people understand this. This can be a lot of fun topics. Oh, we're going to be talking about childhood animals mm-hmm. uh, or animals in general. I really need to pick the, is it pick the bone? Is it to yeah. pick the brain? Pick I, a bone. I've got I'm a bone pick to a, pick with yeah, you. I've got to pick a bone with all the hunters out there. 
Oh, you got a bone to pick. With yeah, all that's, where it, that that's what it is. That's what it is. It does seem <laughs> a lot better. And and we live in an area where a very high percentage of people are hunters. Oh, for sure. I'm I not going to mock them by any no. means. Well, a, but I got, got questions. Oh, they got guns. Yeah, they got guns. They don't turn them sideways to shoot. <laughs> no, unless the deer is real aggressive. Yeah. Well, my neighbor, Barfus, that guy hunts, and he'll hunt everything, and he'll mm-hmm. go anywhere. But I always think it's a little bit just not really fair when you've got the Hubble telescope on top of your gun as a scope. You pick that thing off from miles away, there was no chase. <laughs> Yeah, the, We're going like, to get into stuff like where's that. Where's the skill? I mean, Barfus knocking at your door. Yeah. Get running. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but Barfus has taught me a lot of things about tools, too. So, yeah. I mean. Well, let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. And uh, parting words of wisdom, Dave? <laughs> I mean, as people know for the last half hour, I don't know that I have any wisdom. And I don't have very many skills. But I think you're going to learn that we're going to have a good time as we move forward. So, thanks for being with us. Mm-hmm.